Welcome to To Lift and Inspire podcast. I am Sarah Lynn Barrel. Thank you for joining me today. Welcome. So uh, this is something a little new for me. Um, you may have seen me online. I've been posting a lot about my music and about uh, um, some of the stories behind my songs, and I've done that mostly in written format. And I thought maybe it would just be nice to have a conversation and just to visit with you on a podcast. And so I am trying something new here, new program, new everything and learning as I go. Um, So I just wanted to share with you for my very first podcast, a little bit about me and about my uh, mission with music and with uh, the desires that I have to share online and be part of a a missionary effort online. Um, So my story kind of goes back to when I was a teenager. Uh, I used to write music and and, uh, I can't say that my songs were anything too awesome except that my good friend Karma used to sing them at church and we used to write a song on a weekend and perform it on Sunday. Um, (laughs) We have a few of those experiences that were really fun. And um, I learned when I was about 16, 17 years old that I could do this and that I really enjoyed it and I really um, was happy to share. And uh, that kind of just got the ball rolling um, with lyrics and thoughts and all sorts of uh, different... uh, ideas that came on how I could share, not really sure what I was doing or where I was going with it, except that I enjoyed it. Um, When I was first married, I was married in 1995, um, our second Christmas, my husband bought me a Roland digital piano and a music program that I could start to score my songs. Up to this point, I only had a couple of songs written down in pencil format and uh, they were actually kind of starting to be smudged and not very legible, and it was time to probably start really focusing on on what I desired to do, which was to write music. And so in our little apartment with two small children is, is when I, I started writing, actually just one at the time. I was expecting our second, that second Christmas, and um, started writing music. And um, my first song that I wrote down was called His Love, and uh, it was used for a number of things and ended up being the third song on my first album that I produced years later. Anyways, um, through the experience of writing and, and uh, you know, starting to embark on this, this journey, I, I really learned that there was so much I did not know and so much that I needed to, to learn and a lot of uh, programs and um, online stuff. The internet was fairly new to me when I first started this journey, and um, I really didn't know where to begin. But I knew that the desire, the desire was there to share. And um, I remember when I was expecting our third baby, we were living in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan at the time, and uh, my husband was in law school, and life was pretty crazy and busy at the time. I remember waking up in the middle of the night one night with this really distinct impression to to get out of bed and to go write. And I thought to myself, write what? And the voice in my mind was, write talks. And I thought, talks? That is so bizarre. Why would I want to do that? But I, I listened and I climbed out of bed and 
um, went downstairs to our living room uh, where we had our computer at the time, and I started to research different talks and things on LDS.org that I was interested in, and um, just started learning and really increasing my testimony and then expounding on doctrine and writing down quotes and um, and just my testimony. And, and anyways, I had files of this stuff for quite a number of, of months and a couple of years actually before I started realizing what that there was a purpose um, starting to develop from this. Um, so that was in 2003. I was expecting my son Benson at the time. And um, little did I know I was growing a little baby inside me that um, was going to come to this earth with a lot of health challenges and a lot of need for comfort and that my testimony would need to be strengthened so that I would be able to comfort him and be able to um, be strengthened myself. And um, so that, you know, was maybe a little bit of insight into the plan that the Lord has been having for me and and the desires that I have to share. Um, so basically, I would get up in the night, I would write down this stuff and and compile um, files of it, and then also write music to go along with some of these thoughts. And one of the first songs that I wrote then was called I Believe. It was sung in church by um, a young man in our ward at the time, and it had no sheet music yet. It was something that I'd, I had written in my mind years before. And again, didn't know what I, I was using all this for, but song after song started coming. And by about 2006, after I had just had my fourth baby, I had about... I don't know, 10, 20 songs of Christ-centered music. And I didn't know what to do with it. I wasn't really sure where I was going with it. And so I um, I prayed and I was in, I was asked by the young women of our ward at the time to help with a musical number. And, and one of the leaders of that ward actually was one of my young women leaders from way back when. We had since moved back to our hometown in Raymond, Alberta. And um and this lady said, Sarah, if you don't send this stuff away um, to someone, like, then I will. I'm going to send it. It needs to be produced, you know. And I didn't really know what what she was saying or what it, all that meant or what how this would all um, change my life. Um, but I was like, okay, okay, I will send, I will send some songs down. And I remembered that years before, I had called a music producer by the name of Greg Hansen. Um, well, actually, I'll just back up a little bit. Back in my early stages of marriage, when I first had that piano and had a couple of songs written down, I thought, well, I don't even know what to do with this, so I will call Janice Cat Perry and ask her what she thinks I should do. And so I, I don't know where I found her phone number, but I, I found it and I gave her a call, and she was so kind to me to spend a half an hour or so on the phone with me and just kind of explain some of you know, how she got started with music and what, what she liked about it and how she had, um, developed her talent over the years and, and where she'd gone with it. And she suggested that I, I give Greg Hansen a call. So she gave Greg my number or gave me Greg's number. And, um, I ended up calling Greg right after I hung up the phone with sister Perry and Greg also was super kind and just said, Oh, I'd love to see what you have. Why don't you send it down? And then, for the next, I don't know, six, seven years, I never sent him anything. 
I totally got off the phone with him and chickened out and realized I wasn't ready and maybe my stuff wasn't that good and I didn't really know what I was doing. And so I, I totally just did not contact him. And, uh, Anyways, so fast forward to 2006, and that's when this woman said, send your stuff down. So I thought, well, I guess I could contact Greg again. So I wrote him a letter, and uh, I sent five pieces of sheet music that I had written down with this letter. And he, um, within, I said a prayer at the post office and mailed it off. And about a couple of weeks later, later, he called me and said, um, where have you been? <laughs> and I thought, uh, where have I been? I've been here the whole time. But I guess I was the only person from Canada that had ever contacted him. And he was very interested in what I had. And he said, let's do an album. And um, I'm not really sure where we found the money to do that. We we had a few little things on the go. My husband had just come out of law school the year before. And we honestly didn't have a lot of money to spend on an album or a website or you know all of these things that it entails to kind of launch a a music career and yet we were blessed to figure that out and <clears throat> we uh did produce um an album in 2007 it, it was released in the June of that year uh, called Thy Healing Hands so basically in the fall of that year when he contacted me he said so what do you want to write the album about and um I immediately knew. I just said, I I want to do it about um, my testimony of Jesus Christ. I would like to share all of the songs I've been writing over the years and my testimony of him and um, and basically to show gratitude for the gift that he's given me. And I, it, it wasn't a, a really, I don't know, it wasn't really the topic I think that he was expecting me to say. Um, but he'd worked in LDS music for a long time and, and he definitely knew his way around to make it a very peaceful, thoughtful and, and beautiful album. So I literally turned the songs over to him and he produced the music with the help of Stephen Laird from Lakeview Recording in Saratoga Springs. So, you know, between the three of us and then bringing in different artists, um, we, we did this album and I was able to go down to Utah for the recording of the album um, in March of, of 2007. And then it was released in June that year. And, uh, that was kind of my very first taste of, of publishing. I, I had published some sheet music a few months before that, again, feeling inspired to, to share and, um, and had some good response from that. Again, not really sure where I was all going with this. And so I have kind of just bumbled along and, and done projects as I felt inspired to do so. And the Lord has shown me time and time again that that there's a purpose in all of this. And and um, uh, it was interesting that, you know, it started with these, you know, night wakenings to get up and write. And that I, in essence, I feel that part of that was to prepare me for the experience, experience of sharing and doing firesides. Because, you know, when, once the album was released, I, I then had to share it and promoted in a way which I I've had a hard time with the promotion end of of music because that's not really why I do it I don't do it to make money I I do it to share and it costs me money to make and so therefore I sell the album in order to recover the costs and to hopefully do more projects so 
Um, it's never been a money-making thing. Um, I don't ever plan it to be. And if it ever did become that, I would, would use the money for some other purposes that would, you know, keep the momentum going and in sharing and, and bearing testimony of Jesus Christ. And so, um, but I have to say that every song that I have written, um, has been an extension of my testimony. It has been uh, very much part of an experience or um, uh, like a current situation. Or sometimes I felt inspired to write a song and I didn't even know why. And then within the days and weeks afterwards, I have learned that that song was, uh, was to be either a strength for me personally or for somebody else. And those are really treasured experiences to me and not not easily shared because um, they're just, I don't know, they're so personal. But yet I feel that it is important that I share why I do what I do and why I enjoy it so much. I have to say that it truly has brought so much joy to my life. And, and you know, back to my, my son Benson that was, you know, I was expecting him when all this kind of really started. Um, now to see him using his gift of singing and to, um, to help to comfort him, like, well, you know, I don't know if you've read some of my blog articles on to lift and inspire, but one of them there, I talk about Benson and, and I talk about how when he was about, I don't know, three years old, he was on my lap one night, um, in the middle of the night, just sobbing, so uncomfortable. He had had some really bad skin issues as a baby, and actually throughout his whole life, we we have really battled health issues with him, immune system stuff that has never really been diagnosed. He's He's been through a lot, and lots of pokes at the hospital, and lots of treatments he's been through, you know, some, some trials of, um, with the doctors where they have tube fed him and they've had to do antibiotics through a pick line. We've um, done three years of monthly IVIG treatments where he was receiving immunoglobulins through an IV for about a, a 10 hour treatment. So we've been through a few things with him, but when he was about three years old, I remember him sitting on my lap because all I knew what to do was to comfort him at the piano and to sing to him in the middle of the night. And he looked up at me with his sweet little eyes and he just said, Mom, I have tears. Why do I have tears? And and I realized at that moment that he was feeling the spirit and and that Again, it was another reason, another layer of why I felt compelled to write and to share and just, and you know, I'm not a very good singer. That's probably why I haven't put my neck out there a little bit more, is because I really depend on my friends who are vocalists, and and I really love using them and and sharing with them, and and having them to uh, express my songs. They do such a better job of it than I ever could. And now to hear my son Benson singing and using some of my songs and firesides that he's being called to do and, and different um, programs, I, I just am starting to see a vision that the Lord um, uses us for, for small and simple things that can bring great, great blessings and great joy into our lives. So um, I'll save some of those experiences for other episodes, but that's kind of how we got started with this. And, and you know, from there, I've, I've started a blog to lift and inspire, which, you know, is really slow. I don't do a lot on it, but I, I am trying to share a little bit more um, of the stories behind my songs and, and the thoughts that I have. Um, there's so much that I think that the Lord does that we don't always realize um, 
like I think, you know, for example, uh, in my church callings over the years, you know, I've been married for almost 24 years now, and, and the majority of my church callings have been behind the piano. And I always wondered, can I, can I do anything else? Like maybe I'm, I'm not really needed anywhere else, or maybe I'm going to make a mess of something if I go anywhere else. And, um, you know, for probably the first oh, 18 years, I had either been behind the piano or been leading the singing. I did have a short three years where I was an enrichment leader in Relief Society, and that was fun. Um, but other than that, it was really music. And and not too long after I started doubting, well, you know, what's the reasons for all of this, I was called as the Young Women's President and, and had some great learning experiences through being in a presidency. And, you know, I think also... You know, I I had never taught a lesson, so I was thrown into young women's, never having taught, never having um, been in a presidency before, and and um, and I I learned, and then after that, I was called as the gospel doctrine teacher, and I found that that has been a great preparation ground. As much as I didn't want the calling, and I was terrified of it, it was a great um, learning ground for me to then start to write deeper on on levels of in the from the you know specifically the doctrines of Zion and Abraham Isaac and Jacob things that I'd like totally breezed through in seminary as a kid and never really truly understood until I was given that calling and learned how to how to uh, have to expound that to the class and um, that became um, the the beginning of of some of my hymns that I was able to write and contribute to the church earlier this year and so um and then from there they recently called me as a relief society president and I I'm loving it but I'm again terrified and feel so inadequate and and not really sure what the Lord is trying to teach me but I'm learning that through each of these new experiences and through all of the things that I've done, you know, I, I did teach nursery for a while and learned to love those kids. And I learned that I can, I can do, you know, anything the Lord asks me if I have faith and if I ask him to help me. And I'm finding that all of these little experiences are pointing to, you know, a bigger picture that is called my life. And for each of you, um, I hope that you think of ways that the Lord has influenced your life. Sometimes the smallest things can end up being some of the greatest joys. And, you know, I think back on, you know, those those night wakenings and feeling prompted to write, not realizing that a lot of what I felt prompted to do um, became the basis for firesides. Um I actually thought at one point, maybe I'm going to die and this is why I need to write down all of my testimony and all the things that I'm thinking and get my music written down. And like, I, I literally didn't know what it all meant. And um, anyways, I I hope that you've enjoyed some of my thoughts today. I I could talk for a lot longer and, and there will be more. Um, I will share more podcasts and more specific stories between behind individual songs that I've written. Um, I truly enjoy sharing online. When when Elder Bednar talked about sharing goodness and and being a missionary online, that spoke to my heart. I thought to myself, well, there's something I can do. I enjoy working on the computer, and and I found that the principle of you know if we desire what when we desire certain things that are righteous, the Lord blesses us with the skills and the and the um, 
things that we need to do that that we that which we desire. So I found that, you know, through desiring to write music, he's blessed me with the ability to learn theory better and to write down my songs. I I really have no musical training. Um, people say, oh, you know, what's your degree? And I, I actually never finished school. To be honest, I, I graduated high school, got married the same year and, and had five babies all in a row. So I haven't actually finished my education. And But I found that I've been educated and tutored through the spirit um, in my writing. Uh, another way that I feel like I've been blessed is the knowledge of computers that the Lord has helped me to figure out how to use computers and how to use programs and how to navigate through using YouTube videos and, and finding information and Googling and all of that. And and I I found that I've been led to the answers that I need it's, and it's sufficient. It hasn't been everything. I don't know everything, but I do know enough to get me by and to um, be able to share and to fulfill the desires of my heart. So anyways, I love you all. Thank you for listening today and for being my friends online and for following my music and being supportive. I, I really appreciate that and I um, hope to talk to you again soon. So until next episode, uh, we'll talk to you again.